0: You could add the nurturing need here by letting yourself know that you're a beautiful, powerful, emotional being and that you deserve to express these feelings. Nurture yourself and remind yourself that you're doing everything correct. Nurture yourself and remind yourself you could use it with touch. You could use it with a self hug. You could use it with you know, putting your hands on your heart space. Nurture yourself with that intention as you are releasing, as you are emoting, as you are expressing to allow that need to be met. Welcome to the Cosmic Love Antenna Podcast. This podcast is meant to encourage you to connect within so you can share your light with the world. And now, here's your host, Harrison Ma. Harrison Ma. Harrison Ma. Harrison Ma. Good morning, evening, afternoon, beautiful souls. Welcome to another episode of the Cosmic Love Antenna. Another solo sewed with your host Harrison here today to break down a particular specific topic and area that's going to bring you a bit of inner connection so you can spread with your outer reflection, your cosmic love antenna, your love inwards and your love outwards. The theme today is part two. Of an episode I did a few weeks ago now Called The Inner Child and Inner Child Healing And part two today is going to continue this story That I started in that first episode Before we get into it Just a couple of foundations and, and points to start with here As we always do with these episodes, with these solo episodes First of all, I hope you are enjoying these kinds of episodes These kinds of pieces of content I'm really trying to speak to topics that I love to talk about. I love to talk about and that I know is going to give you the most value, but I would love to hear your feedback on these. How Are they giving you value? Are they giving you insight? Are they giving you extra reflection? What are they helping you with? What are they not helping you with? Let me know. Right? And there are a couple of ways you can do that. You can let me know in Apple reviews. You can let me know over on Instagram, on Clubhouse, on Facebook. You can reach out to me. You can also. I spend a lot of time specifically on the Clubhouse platform. If there are questions that come up around these podcasts, and you ever want to ask questions, you want to go deeper. You can always talk to me on that public forum as well. But also realize this is part of my coaching program as well that I help people with with the inner child. So, if you resonate with something that's happened in part one and this episode, part two today, realize I'm always here for a little little bit of extra help. But if today this free content, this free this free extra element of love and insight is enough, then that is where you're at. And I'm happy you're gaining from it. I also want to add, as we get into this conversation, the inner child is a very big part of your higher self, of your intuitive abilities. And I said this in the in the first part, but this one, we're going to go to some extra deep levels here. And I want that beautiful little inner being to make sure he or she is active throughout this conversation today. So, I would encourage you as we are going through the deep dives, going through the different elements that impact the inner child. The inner child needs make sure your intuition is switched on. Right, have your logical brain active, of course, but make sure that intuitive sense, that spiritual being, that higher self, is that is that that antenna is radiating outwards. Because remember that antenna system that higher self is a big part of the inner child so have it on today i would encourage you if you haven't listened to part 1 definitely go back and listen to part 1 because it is sets the it sets it sets the foundation like i'm doing right now but it also gives the other half of the inner child needs that i'm going to be hitting on here today and the inner child needs i reference from a powerful resource that i'm going to add again right here the resource is healing the child within by mr charles whitfield he has his perspectives, his views on the inner child. And in the book, he talks about these inner child needs that I'm going to go into today, but I'm adding my twist onto them, my interpretation to help you with your healing journey. So definitely watch part one, definitely read that resource. I also want to remind you that the inner child exploration and healing journey is a is a pain teacher journey. And what I mean by that is with these inner child needs that I'm going to get into today, be on the lookout for not avoiding pain within them, but seeing the pain, meeting it head on, and moving through it with the lessons that you deserve to learn from. Remember that inner child healing, all aspects of healing, but specifically today with an inner child healing, it's not about avoiding pain it's not about staying in the suffering it's about moving through it learning from it and taking a step into your greatest potential this can be done at any age the inner child conversation is not just a you know an early 20s an adolescent you know maybe even as a child it can be done at any age right so this inner child healing process i think is very powerful for everyone And I really, no matter where you are on the spectrum today, no matter how much trauma you have, no matter how much trauma you don't have, like I said, have that intuition active, have that inner child next to you, and really have an open heart, have an open mind, and see how this kind of work can support you and your journey. Because remember, this is about me walking you home to your powerful inner space, Of self love. So you can radiate that love out into the cosmos for the healing, for the relationships, for the abundance that you deserve to connect into. All right, let's get into it. So, a quick little summary in the last episode, in part one, I talked about the seven, there's 14 inner child needs that need to be met growing up. If they have not been met, then these are places and spaces that you can start pinpointing for your healing journey. If you're trying to heal from pain, if you're trying to connect emotional stress to physical disease, you're trying to enhance this inner child relationship, these inner child needs are a powerful space to dive into to work out what is needed, (laughs) what needs need to have been met the first seven i talked about in part one and i'm, just, I'm going to go over them super quick the first seven are touching attention mirroring slash echoing guidance listening slash participating the opportunity to grieve and grow and support so we've talked about those part one now i want to go into the the final seven the next seven of the inner child needs. And as we're going through them today, remember to have that radar active. Have that radar active and listen to these words within yourself and say, ooh, is this resonating? is this, is this something and listen to the feeling of it? Rather than when we say resonate, I mean the feeling in the body. Because right? remember the body keeps score when these words hit you, you'll know. All right, so the first inner child need that I want to break down here, the first in this in this episode, number eight in total, is loyalty and trust. I would connect this to one of the ones we talked about last session, and that is listening slash participating. But I would take loyalty and trust now as an inner child need a little bit deeper. I see, loyal, I see loyalty and trust as listening slash participating with an extra layer of love. Loyalty and trust, growing up as a, as a child, as a little being, I see as part of your connection to a tribe and a collective. This tribe or collective could be your family, could be your friend group but it's mostly in my feeling, my experience, my interpretation. It's part of the healthy relationships, both short and long-term, you deserve to have developed around you as a a child growing up. Remember, if this was not there, where do you now, as an adult, have troubles around this, this innate need that we all deserve to have ticked off? Like I just mentioned, these relationships where loyalty and trust is built can be short-term, can be long-term. I like giving the analogy here, going through life, imagine yourself as the beautiful train or the, the train conductor of the train moving through life on the railway. That is your experience, is your journey. The, the The relationships that you build loyalty and trust with along that life path are the passengers that get on and off. Your role as you build loyalty and trust is to not to stop your path is not to stop the train from growing and growing and going. but your role as the train conductor is to provide the space for the incubation and the relationships to occur. Then some of those friends might stay for. For an extended amount of time, some of those friends and connections might get off after one stop. But it is your role to just keep going. But you need to have the passengers. What kind of train journey, what kind of experience would it be if there was no one getting on or off? And this is where loyalty and trust comes in. Connecting back this to the inner child, I also see loyalty and trust, this need, this inner child need, as also a way in which our relationship with love progresses. Let me explain that. What I mean by that is that there are many ways that we love. Right. Mr. Paul Czech, one of my mentors, he talks about it. It's his love model that I really resonate with and there are a couple of stages of love there's sex and violence loving which is the kind of love we come into this world with it's very sporadic it's very it's, it's a baby who's screaming on the ground that is is looking for their mom looking for their dad it's very it's very erratic but it's still love then you have conditional loving right you have conditional loving that's this is where you start to learn where to say yes and where to say no right you start to learn I love this kind of thing because I say no to this. I love a man or I love a woman who's going to give me this because I know that this other thing is bad for me. It's conditional loving. Then you keep progressing. Eventually you get to unconditional loving, right? Where you've learned what you have built your foundation around with the sex and violence and the conditional. Now you have unconditional loving where it it is that, is that universal state of love. And what I'm saying, I connect this back to loyalty and trust, is that as a child that's growing up, this need of loyalty and trust helps you move to this progression of love and learning how to love. If you do not have the loyalty and trust, then this love model, this love progression that you have with other relationships in your life, there's going to be a challenge around that. So now as an adult, as you reparent your inner child, Where can you create the space for this loyalty and trust to be developed and incubated in the relationships that you have? And remember, the first relationship you can start on is the one with yourself. The one with your little inner child. Create the loyalty, create the trust, and then expand it outwards into your relationships. Let's keep it moving. The next inner child need here is accomplishment. So accomplishment is an interesting one, and I would connect accomplishment to progression and skills. Accomplishment is healthy competition. Accomplishment is growth and stimulus. Accomplishment is in a healthy way, measuring ourselves up against, again, maybe other people, maybe where we were yesterday, and, and having a sense of progression, right? having a sense of building something. If we weren't given this accomplishment, you can see how maybe some skills maybe your relationship with competition and your relationships in your business in your family can be a bit triggering for you example i would give here and you know i say this with love as well and wherever you developed in the world with this kind of mindset i respect and understand but i'll just speak from my experience I grew up in types of actual sporting competitions where every single person was given a medal, whether they won, whether they competed well or not, whether they their whether their level of accomplishment was zero or a hundred, they got a gold star. And you can have whatever thoughts you want around that, but in relation to the inner child and this inner child need, you can see how this might hinder or cause challenges with this specific inner child need. So the question is, where now can you provide healthy accomplishment for yourself, for that little inner child? Where can you help her or him see that she is growing, see that he is growing and reward them? The the word that I like to use here for this is celebration. Celebrating yourself for the things that you have done. We, so, we get so lost in the doing, the healing, the moving. And don't get me wrong, these are, this, we need this. But we, we don't stop to celebrate how far we've come. We don't stop to sit in our accomplishment. So a very easy way to help with this accomplishment in a child need is to sit in the act of celebration for yourself. A, a, a very easy example I would celebrate yourself if you've listened to episode one and you're listening to episode two of this podcast, celebrate yourself. The fact that you're here listening means that you're interested in this kind of work. You're, you're listening, you're tuning in, you're maybe taking notes, you're maybe taking action and you're doing the work. So after this podcast, take a moment, stop, celebrate yourself, give yourself that sense of accomplishment. Another element I would add to accomplishment, this inner child need is also the idea of soul lessons and soul contracts. If you have heard me speak on Clubhouse, maybe you've heard me talk about this idea of we are a spiritual being having a human experience. And part of that spiritual being having a human experience is that through this soul path that we walk as this being that we are, we have certain lessons and contracts with other souls to learn and grow. If we are avoiding accomplishment, if we are not celebrating, if as an inner child, this inner child need of accomplishment was stifled or was not provided, then there's also a chance that you're avoiding the soul lessons and soul contracts that you need to grow. Remember, a soul contract might be, again, going back to the last inner child need, a certain relationship that you have that you need to move through and and learn from and and expand with. If you avoided that, that inner child need of loyalty and trust with a particular relationship, there's also a chance here that you're avoiding This soul contract piece of accomplishment of this inner child need. So, bringing this to the now, and what you can do is be on the lookout for these soul contracts in your adult life, and ask yourself, are they are they reoccurring ones from your childhood? For example, something I've I've talked about before is that if we have wounds, if we have trauma wounds in our childhood that we haven't that we haven't healed, that, that that are still open, then there's a high chance that those wounds will show up in our adult relationships. So a more specific example, let's say I was abandoned as a child and I have an abandonment wound. Then now there is a chance that that type of wound is going to show up in my adult relationships and that is a soul contract that I'm going to have and and need to learn from. And if I can move through it and I can learn from it and integrate it into my being and stop it from coming back around, then I've completed that soul contract, completed that soul lesson, and there's this level of accomplishment. So I hope that resonates, if that makes sense. I would also finally add to that make sure you celebrate it. (laughs) So celebrate that accomplishment and allow that inner child to really soak up the the love that you've moved through. All right. The next inner child need here is an interesting one and it's altered consciousness. And what I mean by this is altered consciousness in the state of enjoyment and fun. Altered consciousness in the state of enjoyment and fun through things like unbound play. The, the example as an inner child, the need to just be in nature or be on the playground or be on the grass or be with your pets and animals or be at the beach with your family. Having no restriction, connecting in to the pleasure, the enjoyment and the fun of the event. The stereotypical cultural image of being in a, in, a, in a town or being in a tribe, if people can visualize it with me. And you you imagine what would the children be doing? What would the children in that, in that traditional tribal setup, that village setup, what would they be doing? They'd be playing. But they'd be playing in a state of altered consciousness. They'd be having so much enjoyment or so much fun. This is a very innate inner child need. I would also connect this to a state of childlike creativity. You've heard me talk about the chakras and you listened, in, listened into the chakra healing solo sodes. We talked about the sacral center uh, and I mentioned the sacral tree The sacral tree is the space and place in which creativity, sexual expression, the inner child, finances, it's all connected. And this altered consciousness of enjoyment and fun is a part of that sacral tree. That's why creativity is here. That's why the inner child is here. That's why playfulness is here. So it's all part of the same conversation. When we play, when we lean into this altered enjoyment and fun, this altered consciousness, we enhance our creativity. So the question for you is where was this not given to you growing up? Where was there an over rigidness at play? Where was there too much structure and not enough of this flow to occur? What is love? <laughs> love is the, is, the, is the flow of energy and information. Love is the flow of energy and information. What is flow. Flow, I would count as the divine feminine. What is information? I would count information as the divine masculine. So when we're talking about this altered consciousness and enjoyment and fun, it's about balancing this. It's about not 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 ignoring structure and and a rigid way of doing things. We need that. That's the masculine. That's the information. But we need the flow to allow the energy within us to move in a way that's healthy. And the flow comes in this altered consciousness, in this enjoyment, in this fun. So again, go back to your childhood. Was this balanced there? Where now can you make this a part of your beingness now? Where can you tap into your beautiful little inner child and create this altered consciousness for her, for him and yourself? A short little story here in my experience. and I think I shared this in one of the other solo certs, but I'll I'll add it here. And, and through this lens of the inner child, uh, a couple months ago, a few months ago around Christmas time, I, uh, I took a I took a little bit of a holiday and took a break from work. And I went and saw a a movie, a, a kids movie that I was really interested in. And during that experience, I really leaned in to my inner child coming out, but I specifically leaned into this inner you know, child need of the altered consciousness of enjoyment and fun. I took out the structure. I took out the you know worrying about how long it was going to take, what was needed, what things I needed to tick off around business, around family, around food, all the things, and just leaned in, did all the things. And and I noticed the innate enjoyment, the innate fun that came up out of me was not dependent on the event. The event definitely made it more more enhanced, but as I was st- as I was starting the, the the experience going into the movie, got coming out of the movie and all, everything around it for the rest of the afternoon, I was energized. It's because I set this unbound nature. I set the intention, I actively tuned into my little inner child being and and it flowed. So for you listening, if you're tuning into this inner child need that you might feel, like it needs to be met now or you didn't have it growing up? Reparent yourself and create this unbound play in your adult life. What are the activities? What are the things that you love and love and enjoy doing that fill you for the fill of fun and excitement? Where can you reach that level of altered consciousness? Hope that, hope that resonates and I hope that, that grounds into that spiritual little being the last thing i'll say here and then we'll move on to the next inner child need is i would also connect altered consciousness the unbound play the enjoyment the fun to spiritual beingness remember that your spiritual being the inner child i said is a part of it's more it's not just the inspired action that it 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 manifests itself through it's also just being another experience i'll share is again a few months ago, was tuning into this inner child and I I laid down on the grass in my backyard and was connecting to the sun. It was just relaxing. And I just got swept away in looking at the clouds. And it sounds very cliche to say, but in that moment, I was reminded of, one, just how small we are as humans, but two, this this spiritual beingness of just being in the moment and getting lost in this altered consciousness of of connection to self. So this altered consciousness need is also connecting into the spiritual beingness of life and trying to cultivate it in the spaces and places in which you in, in which you lean into as a human living your life. All right. The next inner child need here is a big one and it's a it's I would say this this need is where I I notice both personally with myself and people that have come to see me it's one where a lot of trauma a lot of suffering chronic disease you know emotion that is suppressed and repressed it's a, it's around this inner child need and this inner child need is healthy sexual expression healthy sexuality Your healthy sexuality is the balance between your your masculine energy, your animus, and your feminine energy, your anima. And this sexual being deserves to develop as an inner child, as a child, full stop. We all have experiences, I know I have growing up as a child where we were exploring our sexualness, our sexual identity, our sexual organs, our our sexual relationship with other people. And if this, like all these inner child needs, was not met, was not balanced, then this can be a place to look at for your healing. So how can this Expression, this inner child need be unbalanced in two ways, in two very important ways. The first is if if the sexual energy and the sexual being, a sexual identity is repressed. The example I give for this is if we grew up in a a particular culture or a particular religion or a particular group, family or a particular group of friends. And we were expressing our sexuality. We were expressing our sexual identity. We were touching ourselves. We were acting in self-pleasure. And then because of that external element, that culture, that religion, that friendship group, that family, they, we were made to feel guilty and shameful for that sexual exploration and sexual expression you can see how one would suppress and ignore that beautiful energy that was developing and dancing through us i think the the biggest one a lot of people run into is around religious guilt and shame and i would one, I would, I would insert here, I, I, at the time of releasing this podcast, I've released a, a podcast with Heather Tucker, the Christian sexologist, and I would go back and watch that episode because it was very informative with this particular dynamic of religion and sex. But now as an, as an adult reparenting your inner child, you have all the power inside of you to release the guilt and shame around that particular dynamic. The other end of this scale is over-sexualization, right? So just like this sexual energy can be suppressed and it's not coming up enough, we can also within our sexual development as an inner child with this inner child need be pushed in the opposite end so that the, the sexual expression is hyperactivated. Examples of this would be trauma, sexual abuse, right? If someone sexually forced themselves on us, And our sexual expression, education, development will suddenly push to 100. Another way that the sexual energy can be over over the top is through pornography. If our one main way of relating with our sexual being and educating our sexual being was through pornography, then this is also a hyper-masculinized, too much of that sexual energy that deserves to be balanced. So now, where can you, as, your, as the beautiful being you are, give this need back to your beautiful inner child? Where can you provide the conversation around with yourself to release the guilt and shame around maybe this, the healthy sexual expression or have a more balanced relationship with sexual energy in general if it's been overly pushed Right so I uh, I give a quick little example here of my story. I in my early late late teens early 20s the 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 sexual expression was definitely pushed to the hyper extreme. And while I was given the space to express myself growing up, I reached a point where I was over masculinizing the sexual act to the point where I had multiple partners, it was all about the the act itself, not not about the intimacy, not about the love, not about the connection, not about the feminine side of the sexual act. And I hit a wall in many ways, both physical, emotional, mental, in relationship to the sexual being that was inside of me. And that's just one example. So me personally, how I moved through that is I stepped back, right? I got into a better relationship with my sexual being, got into a better relationship with self-pleasure, self-love, self-intimacy. And I found that it brought a bit of balance back to that. But you as, as you as you're being now, ask yourself the question: where can you provide that sexual balance, that sexual need to your little inner child? Let's keep it flowing. We've got three more here. The next inner child need that you deserve to have met, and now as the parent, reparenting your inner child to help you with the, help you with your healing journey is. Freedom. Freedom is deeply innate in each and every one of us. Freedom is a is not just an inner child need; it is a human need. the 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 example that I go to straight away, I think everyone remembers very recently the the trucker convoy in Canada, and how it just exploded. And I would ask yourself why it exploded so effectively and so efficiently it's because of this inner this innate not just inner child need but human need of freedom freedom is also connected to our ability much like i was talking about before with accomplishment and soul lessons and soul contracts i would also count freedom to the the ability that we needed to that we need that we need to lean into to make mistakes. Where in our inner child relationship, in our inner child development, were we overly protected? (laughs) Where in our inner child relationship were we kept in the confines of safety and support and security, most likely in a very loving and, and protective way with the best intentions, but not not allowed to be free to to stumble, to fall, to get back up again. I would also connect this back to your ancestors, right? And remember that ancestral healing is always a component that we need to keep in mind. So you might have a lot of freedom. You might have had balanced freedom as an inner child, but maybe there is an ancestral wound in your mother line or father line that runs deep, and now is at, now was either activated in your childhood, now activated in your adulthood, maybe through your inner child that is 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 seeping up, and deserve and you deserve to be the breaker of chains through, and remember that you can be the breaker of chains by leaning into this inner child dynamic and this inner child relationship. So, freedom is a deep one. And I would say here that leaning into f- the freedom in, in a child need, it's going to push a lot of other dominoes over as well. So, that's motivation for it. The last thing I'll say on this need, I want to give another story example. I, in my life, again, in my late teens, early 20s, I spent a lot of time exploring and getting out into the world. And I'm really grateful for it. And it was, it was beautiful in many, many ways. And, but a big part of that, I realized reflecting back on was this inner child need that I was not balanced for me growing up. And again, I love my parents very much. And they did the best they could with the resources they had in the way and the things that they, they, they knew and the things that they understood. But I recognized that there was this imbalance inside of me around my inner child of, this freedom. and I think it's why I leaned in so heavily. So in such an intense way of exploring the world so young and getting out there. And it was a beautiful thing, but it reached a point of chronic overdoing. And it, I got to a stage where I was putting this traveling and exploration over my physical needs, over my, my needs to support other people, over my needs to look after myself and, 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 and lean into a vocation. So look at your life again. Where is this, this inner child need of freedom? Where do you need to bring it back to balance? And where now as the adult reparenting your inner child, Where can you pinpoint elements in your childhood and now start to heal this dynamic? The next second last inner child need here today is nurturing. And nurturing, I would connect to, from the last episode, I would connect it to touch. I would say nurturing is touch with intention. I would also connect it to I would also connect it to support in an inner child need element, but now it's support with intention. And the reason I say that nurturing that I'm going to break down here is connected to touch and support with intention is, is a couple of reasons. One, it's this it highlights that all of these inner child needs that we've been talking about thus far in part one, and now in part two, they don't work in isolation. <laughs> Meaning that if one inner child need was not in a particular circumstance, there's a high chance that one of the other needs was not there as well. Right? So I give the example, uh, the, the other day I, was, I went for a, a run in the forest, I was walking home and I saw a beautiful parent, a dad and a mum, and there was a baby that, they were, that there was crying and the dad was holding this beautiful little being in his arms. And he was, he was rocking this baby that was crying and he was, he was looking at it. He was, he was giving it attention and it was helping it move through the crying. And I give this example because this example, this very seemingly basic example actually ticks off a lot of these needs. Right. In that moment, there was nurturing. Right. In that moment, there was support. In that moment, there was touching. In that moment, there was attention. In that moment, there was mirroring slash echoing through the smiling. There was guidance. So the opportunity to grieve and grow. So when we talk about nurturing here and we connect it to touch, we connect it to support, I want you to remember through all these inner child needs, you don't have to do them in isolation. Do as many as you can in sort of one hit because we are holistic beings. So these inner child needs work the same. When I think of nurturing, I also think of, like I said, adding that intention into touch or adding that intention into support. So there's a difference between me just touching you and that's going to give you something in itself. Right? Remember, the inner child need of touch is going to give you, it's going to give your body that, that, that nervous system parasympathetic shift. But when I add intention to that touch, so I'm going to touch you with the intention of making you feel loved. I'm going to touch you with the intention of making you feel safe and supported. Now that touch has shifted into nurturing or has shifted in to support. If you add words and communication on top of that, what is an intention? <laughs> an intention is your potential intention. It is the unlimited potential, I would say, of love inside of you that you put into tension. In this instance, we're putting our love, our potential intention through the through the act of touching, through the act of support, in a nurturing way. So again, as a child, where was this nurturing not there? And now, where as an adult can you nurture that beautiful little inner being yourself? Where can you provide that that touch with intention, that support with intention to yourself. I give an example here of, I the last session I talked about doing yin yoga and, and caressing the body. With, and and you can add intention onto that with the nurturing. I would also give the example of when you are holding space for yourself to release emotion. So the the grieve and growing inner child need. You could add the nurturing need here by letting yourself know that you're a beautiful, powerful, emotional being and that you deserve to express these feelings. Nurture yourself and remind yourself that you're doing everything correct. Nurture yourself and remind yourself you could use it with touch, you could use it with a self-hug, you could use it with, you know, putting your hands on your heart space. Nurture yourself with that intention as you are releasing, as you are emoting, as you are expressing to allow that need to be met. Hope that resonates. Hope Hope that makes sense for you. We're going to move on to our last inner child need here. I hope this episode today has ticked off some more dots Picked off some more boxes for you around this inner child relationship, how we can use it for healing, how we can pinpoint specific areas. Again, I hope you I hope you have been opening up that heart space and allowing that intuition to connect into these words that I'm saying and how they how they resonate with you. Remember, if you get certain feelings, if you get goosebumps, if your if your heart starts beating fast, if your stomach, if you feel something in your throat, remember these are all signs that these words. This lesson that I'm giving is connecting to you in a deeper kind of way. Speaking of deeper kind of way, the last inner child need here is unconditional love. So I would connect this need back to what I was saying before about loyalty and trust, the the love model, the, the progression of love. That this one is the end of that model. The unconditional love is the final form of our relationship with love. And how we how we learn that unconditional love is by having it met and given to us as an inner child. right We start to understand unconditional love because we ha- we, we give it, we've been we've re- we receive it by the, the people nurturing us, the people providing space for us, the people looking after us, the parents, the caregivers, the friends, et cetera. example here I, when i think about unconditional love the first place my mind goes to is my mom my dad as well but specifically here just just to give this example i think about how my mom educated me around sex and and drugs and and you know adult things moving as an adolescent moving out of childhood and learning about my body and all these all these pieces that i need to learn growing up and she how she taught me, how she provided space for me, how she allowed me to grow through this was from a space of unconditional love. She didn't force herself on me. She didn't ban me. She didn't ground me. She didn't punish me. She told the thing. She said, this is what would happen. And she provided a space of unconditional love where she then allowed me to step into my power to make my decisions and loved me regardless. That's just one example. Right? And that—that that is what we need growing up as children. If that was not there, again, where now as the beautiful being that you are, can you reparent this inner child element relationship with inside of you to give that unconditional love back? I would also connect unconditional love, this inner child need, to compassion and gratitude for life. Where were you taught or not taught more specifically? the act of gratitude for the things that you have. It's so easy for us in a society as children, as adolescents, as adults, to be looking for the next thing, to get the next iPhone, to get the next computer game, to get the next car, to get, you get the idea. We don't sit in the unconditional nature of gratitude for life, for the things that we currently have. So again, where was this relationship and experience not highlighted and, and and given to you as a, as a beautiful little being. And we're now in an act of gratitude as a gratitude practice. For example, I was just sharing this with my sister last night, a, a powerful little practice you could do. You could bring your inner child in when you do this to cultivate this unconditional love. This gratitude is when you, when you pay a bill, when you, when you pay something that you know, you need to pay instead of, overthinking over analyzing over critiquing over worrying maybe about that bill in the act of paying the bill sit in gratitude and excitement for the fact that you can do it just that simple little act is you stepping into this gratitude this unconditional nature of life where can you connect that back to your childhood right i'm sure through this whole experience today that we've talked about some of the things that and you probably have realized that there are some things that you didn't get So obviously start there, focus on those things, but there are so many things that you did get. So in your childhood, you could simply go back in that little inner child relationship and sit in the gratitude for all of the things that did come your way, that you did get to move through and have in your inner child relationship. The last thing I'll say here with the, in a child, this inner child need of unconditional love is I would also connect this need of unconditional love to our relationship with a higher power, God, consciousness, divine, the universe, whatever you, what label, whatever, whatever you connect to. And I would ask yourself much like the, the sexuality in a child need, where was this not given to you? And where was this obstructed? Where do you have trauma around this, this relationship with a higher power? Because for me, unconditional love is part of that higher power. So if that unconditional love was not there as a child, that need was not met, there's probably also a chance that you don't have that connection to a higher power. So now, where can you cultivate that? Where can you bring in that little inner child? And remember, the inner child is a part of the higher self. If the inner child is part of the higher self, it's also connected to the higher power. So just the act of bringing in the the inner child is a connection to, to God, to consciousness divine. But I would go a bit deeper. I would actively cultivate and look at where this relationship with the higher power can now show up in other areas of your life. And where can you set intention to to maybe heal wounds around this in your childhood. So that's a big one in itself and connects back to this podcast, right? The cosmic love antenna. There's a reason I say we're connecting into the love that's inside of us because that same unconditional love is outside of us in the, in the, in this terminology of a higher power. We did it. (laughs) We did it. Uh, beautiful souls. I hope that these needs today gave you some value. I hope that these needs today resonated and they landed and they gave you a a, a deeper awareness around you, around what you can do to use inner child as a beautiful dynamic of healing within your journey from moving through chronic pain, through moving through childhood trauma, from bringing in more abundance into your life, from enhancing the adult relationships you have. Remember, the inner child, using the inner child as a healing modality, is a way to to improve and relate to these elements in a deeper and more natural way. And the elements that we've talked about today make that even more specific and even more actionable. So as we wrap up here, just a reminder that if you haven't listened to part one yet, you should have if you've got this far, but if you still haven't, go back, watch part one. I would, I'll would, i put it in the show notes. I would love feedback. I would love your thoughts, your feelings, how this conversation resonated with you. You can do this in a few ways. You can go onto Apple Reviews. And leave a review about the podcast in general, but you can tell me your thoughts about this episode. You can also tell me what you want more of. Right. I'm going to continue doing these solo sods. I have plans. I have, I already have some things set out, but I'm also willing to adjust and add what you specifically want as the beautiful audience that's listening. So remember, you can leave those in reviews. You can reach out to me on, on Instagram, on Clubhouse, and Facebook, and send me a message and let me know. If you leave a review, you also go into a draw for a prize that I give away weekly for some of my courses, some of my other content that I offer that is paid, but I'm giving away prizes for the best review. And finally, if this kind of work you want to go a bit deeper with, if if you realize my voice, my love, the way I explain this really resonates, then please don't feel afraid or don't feel like you could... I want you to lean in to... Working with me if this feels like something that resonates, because I'm here to support you, right? And not just in these free resources that I love to do, but also in more one on one comprehensive ways, if that is what you desire. So reach out to me if that is the case. But beautiful souls, I love you unconditionally. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Cosmic Love Antenna. We'll be back soon next week with the next periodic and weekly episode. But until then, I'm wishing you a wonderful evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you are in the world. And I'll catch you next time here on the Cosmic Love Antenna. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Cosmic Love Antenna podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to follow Harrison on Instagram, Twitter, and Clubhouse at Harrison Ma. That's Harrison, M-E-A-G-H-E-R. Cast.